Welcome to the Freedom Now podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Fair, and I truly believe you can have freedom now, no matter what chaos is in your life. I've journeyed through chronic illness, through the death of my brother, through starting up my own business, as well as being a wife and a mother of four. And so I know a lot about chaos and crazy, (laughs) but I also have learned a lot about freedom and I'm excited to share it with you because I truly believe this place can be a weekly oasis of hope, encouragement, and laughter for you where you're going to glean powerful and practical tips and tools as you listen to my story and the story of others. Thanks so much for joining and enjoy this episode. Hey there, welcome. So glad you're here today. The title of this episode is, Is Your Play Work? (laughs) Now, it's kind of a dumb question in the sense that most of us would say, no, duh, of course not. Um, When I play, it's not work. Um, Or you can flip it and say, is your work play? And usually the answer is no. Um, But I wanted us to pause and think about what is work? What is play? Why are we categorizing it? Are there things that are play, but they're actually work? And maybe there's it's time to flip some mindsets so we can enjoy more time playing. And maybe we just don't have to call so many things work. Uh, you guys, I've been on this journey and it's been amazing and it's been hard, but mostly it's just been really freeing to realize how much of my life is play. Um, when I started writing my book, I remember, uh, and doing speaking and all that kind of stuff, I had to actually write out on a little index card to put it up on my bulletin board by my desk that even your dream jobs has some hard, yucky parts, right? So it's true. There are, even when you get your dream job, some, some of you aren't there yet. Some of the, some of you are dreaming about your dream job as you work on your crappy job. And um, just to know that even the best job has parts that you're not going to love. And that's okay, because we can't love all the parts all the time. And we are created specifically for certain things. So there's going to be things that will just never bless us. Like I will never, ever, ever (laughs) love math. Like I'm just not going to. Like I I like doing simple math when I need to. I've been doing Sudoku or Sudoku or however you say that. And so just to help stretch that part of my brain a bit. Um, But when my husband starts telling me about different flying things, and it has to do with mathy, physics-y stuff, I want to understand him and I do enjoy learning, but I also, I can only... I can only ingest it for so long. And then it's like, okay, that's enough, babe. Love you. Um, And so that is fine. And the reality is that I'm never going to pick a job where I have to be just deeply engrossed in math. It's not going to happen. For me, also, human anatomy stuff. I think it's cool. I think it is, um, I mean, how God made us is incredible. But I'm not going to spend hours and hours learning all these things because I'm really all about heart and in relationship and getting to know people and helping them in their journeys. And so that's where I thrive and that's where I want to spend my time. So the question we go back to is, is your play work? And I discovered... um, that in my evenings, I'm like, okay, there's got to be more to evenings than this, because there's a lot of TV happening in my life. And I'm like, this is not okay. As a steward of my time, what am I doing in the evenings? And so I had to step back and just kind of look at the why am I watching so much TV? 
um, and ask myself those questions. And then not that it's wrong to have downtime that way, but I'd been at a conference and we talked about um, active recovery and how active recovery is way better for us. Whereas passive recovery, which is, would be more TV watching, it doesn't really replenish you and get you ready for the next day. Whereas active recovery, which would be more of like um, spending time outside, um, having, engaging in something you love, um, just being more, I don't know, re- active, I guess, <laughs> in doing some exercise, maybe not crazy intense exercise, but some level of exercise can really um, reset, restart you. So I discovered that I really love to learn. And I had been kind of just always shoving learning to the side because I was like, well, if I study at night, then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to not be able to sleep well. Or if I study at night, it's going to get my business brain going. And then what will happen? I need to sleep. And I was just, and then it's like, well, learning, my brain's been busy all day. So if I just, I'm like learning, then that's not going to really help my brain reset. And then I, I realized I'm like, you know what? I don't have to study 500 hours a night. I can just do it for one hour. And it was so refreshing and it was so neat to be moving forward in my goals of getting this course done and whatever. And so that for me, that turned from work into play. It wasn't like this burden thing anymore. It was just kind of like, meh, I'm going to study for an hour and see how, if I want to go more, I will. And it freed me up in my spirit when I took the label of work off of learning for myself. So I'm curious for you, would you look at your life and see what do you constitute as play or what is work? Is exercise work for you? Um, Is it play? Um, For me, I think it's, mine's been a dance between work and play. And I really have been committed over the last, I don't know, since May, to turn um, exercise into play for myself. And so now it is more in my routine and it's kind of been a routine thing and that has led to like, no, I actually love working out. Like I I love to change it up all the time, Um, but I also know I feel better and therefore it's worth it. And therefore it turns into play for me. So for me, I guess the definition of play is something that's worth doing. (laughs) Um, Something that has a, there has to be something it gives me. So um I think that watching TV or watching movies can give me a break from reality, which right on, let's do it. And that I'll obviously have to check if I'm doing it 500 at lots of the time and that's a problem, but um, so it's not like it's a bad thing. Um, Other things that give me that reset would be music or being creative um, in the kitchen or being creative, just like trying to work on my art stuff. Those are things that reset me. Um, But at the same time, when I think about flying free ministries and creating courses for you guys or doing workshops or coaching, that those things fill me up like, woohoo. I tell people even about this podcast, I'm like, you know, even if not tons of people listen to it, it doesn't really matter because I have so much fun um, sharing these thoughts outside my body (laughs) in this format um, that I feel blessed by um, just sharing it out there with you. And for those who hop on, awesome. And for those who haven't yet, they will join when they join. So I also see those things as work, but I see them as play because I enjoy them so much. Um, I guess the work part, work is something more that I have to do. So there is definitely an urgency in my spirit to to fulfill um, flying free ministry stuff. And honestly, I do talk to God about it. I'm like, God, really, this is a lot of work. Like the behind the scenes stuff gets draining and the reality of just needing to be forward thinking. And I wish I already am, but there is 
just knowing that there's no end it's like okay well how what like I just keep on producing and creating forever and that can feel overwhelming sometimes usually when I need a break but um it really basically falls in the play category because so much of it is fun once I get going I usually have to push myself to get there but anyways so I feel excited about that I feel like um my life is pretty great and I also have some guilt over that because I know that some of your lives aren't that great in the sense of you aren't doing the job you love. Um, you don't feel that you ha- are able to change jobs at this point. And maybe you are just trying to fit in your fun things after work or you're um, needing to be staying in a job because of the income it provides you. And part I've struggled with that, honestly. I've, I've felt like, oh man, I am just like super duper like blessed and entitled and bah. And you know what? I am and I am where I am and that's me and I have to do my journey and you are where you are and that's you and you need to do your journey and I know that even in your journey no matter how not awesome things are right now that there are still gifts in that journey so I really would encourage you to think about what is work to me what is play to me and maybe is there something I'm not letting myself do during playtime because it fe- I've deemed it as work? Um, and also maybe what do I bring to work that still is me? Um, I worked at a pizza place <laughs> for a summer. Uh, it was not my favorite job. It was not my worst job. Um, it was slow and it was boring. And then also it would be fast. And I did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> flashbacks of attempting to use the cash the till but only one time and I'd never been trained on it and oh my lanta and then I was also the pizza delivery girl because I had access to my parents vehicle and I kind of knew my way around but not awesomely and it was like before the time of GPS in your vehicle and all those things anyhow so yeah there was a lot of anxiety in the job but I learned a lot of things but I guess I still brought myself to work and when (laughs) This sounds kind of crazy, but honestly, as we come to appreciate who we are and know what our giftings are, we bring that everywhere we go. So any job we go to can end up having a play element. I can go to that pizza place that I didn't love working at and remember, you know what? My tip money is going towards my my fiance's wedding ring and that could help me. I would go there and be like, you know what? It's going to be interesting conversation with these ladies. We'll chat about who knows what. And so those things uh, were kind of just encouraged me in that season of where the actual hands-on stuff itself wasn't awesome. Um, There are other elements that were fun. So I encourage you to think about what you enjoy doing and see if you can't incorporate it into your job that you don't love. If you enjoy giving gifts, can you set up some cool um, gift giving thing at work? Probably would encourage everyone and they could probably all use a blessing of someone else just choosing to have a good attitude there. And I just want us to also think of Jesus and how he he had lots of different parts and roles and responsibilities. And you see him disciple, he had disciples, right? Those that he was building into. And then with even within his 12 disciples, he had like a smaller group that he was just building into even deeper. And then he had the big masses that were falling around everywhere that he would teach to and teach to and teach to and have to like get away from so he could get some downtime. And you see him healing at some points and, and um, healing people and you'd see him um, perform miracles and, and he had so many, so many roles. And yet I love that Jesus life is not this 
this big stressy thing. Like when I read the gospels, I don't feel like, Oh man, how's this going to work out? Like you, 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 there's a, such a sense of peace, like, and, and Jesus was walking obviously in the spirit. He was, he is fully God. So it's, uh, and even in his speech, he said, I only do what the father tells me to do. And so I think that's important as we look at our lives, as we, as we say yes to responsibilities, as we say yes to jobs to say, okay, God, is this what you have for me? And if it is, then to know that there is, there is hope in it, there's purpose in it. Um, even when it's a job we don't super duper love. I remember working, I don't know how many jobs, I think I had at least maybe three. <laughs> um, and I was trying to get money together so I could um, go to grade 12 back in three hills where I had grown up with my good friends. And um, so I was cleaning the church. I was um, making stamps back in the day when they like, my, my friend had a company and she actually like literally had metal press a metal press and she'd put rubber on there and then the specific stamps and you squish it down and create wooden stamps so i helped with that and i helped out at a tax um office which is hilarious because i'm not good at that stuff but <laughs> all those bits and pieces of jobs created um helped me get to where i wanted to go and i knew that they weren't forever so i encourage you if you're in a job where you just are like i'm stuck here for the rest of my life would you choose to have a different attitude and choose to say okay god i don't want to be stuck here for the rest of my life help me learn what i need to and open the doors so i can go where i want to or would what my next step is you know what that is because i honestly don't think our lives are supposed to just be a drudgery day in day out of just enduring and there is enough in life that we do need to endure but there's a lot that i think we allow ourselves to endure when really it's our mindset or our attitude is crummy and so i just encourage you to say hey what are the things in my life where i just am feeling like I don't know how much longer I can put up with this or do this. And honestly, sometimes God allows us to feel that way for us so that we will change. I remember in, um, oh, was it summer of grade 12? And I didn't have plans to go to college um, yet because I'd been away for the year. And I was just kind of like, I guess I'm going home and we'll see what happens. My parents were directors of a Bible camp. So I was heavily involved there. And it was just a hard brutal summer and i'm like what is going on like why is it not like usually camp is fun and great and this year it's like uh, and i'm fighting with my parents which is not normal and and it was god nudging me out of the nest and saying actually just because you've been gone for a year doesn't mean you need to stay here and he was opening up my heart to go to mount carmel in edmonton for a year and i had been really like i'm not going there because both my brothers went there and i'm not following my older brothers around <laughs> and so he had to change my heart attitude so i'd be willing to go there and when he did that then i, I went and it was a, it was awesome it was a, such an important year for me and so there was different seasons in life where he kind of unsettles us or gets us uncomfortable and instead of just accepting that let's dig into that and say okay god i am uncomfortable is that because what is that about and show me if there's a way out of where i'm at because he has put things in our hearts to do and sometimes we have to go through those yucky annoying experiences so that we can be ready for the next step and we don't want to just sit there extra long right we want to keep going so uh, that's my encouragement for you guys today. Just think through what's work, what's play, and realize that maybe there is um, things that you're not letting into your life because you're calling them work, but actually for you, they're play. If you want to learn in the evening, learn in the evening. If you want to take a course because you think it's fun, go for it. If you want to um, if vacuuming, it's your fun thing, whatever, make it happen. Um, something else that I discovered 
through thinking that stuff through was that I really get recharged um, by puttering. <laughs> my friend calls it puttering and I'm like, what? Tell me what puttering is. And she's like, well, you know, just the little things at home and you're tidying up this and fixing that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I had to think about it. And then I started seeing it in my life. I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I don't think, I mean, I call it maybe in my schedule, like, yeah, I clean up the house at this point. Clean up the house does not sound fun. <laughs> um, but when I actually just, uh, start tidying or organizing or just give myself the freedom to get my kitchen how I want it or my laundry room or whatever. It's, I actually enjoy it. It might sound crazy, but it's really um, soul settling for me. Like I find that I easily start to pray when I am folding laundry and doing dishes. And um, I think I've been realizing that when I give myself time to just like make a meal in the kitchen, it really, it, it satisfies that creative side of me that just, and even the efficiency side of me that likes to see things accomplished. And so it's important to know who we are so that we can really um, maximize um, things in our life that are play and to see play as being a part of our everyday um, happenings versus something we say for the evenings or whatever. So I just encourage you to think through that. And if you're just like, yeah, whatever, Andrea, you are crazy. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I hope you'll keep listening. And shortly, hopefully, Lord willing, near the beginning of this month, I will get my um, course that I've created. It's called Play More, Work Less. And it kind of just helps you through that process of saying, okay, what is on my plate? Why is it on my plate? And um, what? how can I get it off my plate? And then how can I, what can I remember what I enjoy doing and what, how do I get it into my life? People have said that it's similar to um, create a schedule that makes you smile, which is totally true. And it was funny because the lady who said that she's like, except for the part where like you, you need both the steps. Like she was saying how, yeah, they're similar in their format, but um, creating a schedule that makes you smile kind of leads you through the whole development of the week. Whereas um, play, play more work less kind of brings you into more of the details section of behind the scenes and what's actually filling your time and how can we weed out things that aren't necessary and fill it up with fun things. So blessings on you. And I just pray that you'll be able to see um, your life and the things you get to be a part of and where there is maybe some work, some labels that need to be taken off so that you can gain some freedom in your work play balance. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Have a good one. I trust this episode has encouraged and inspired you, and I hope it stirred a desire in you to connect with your everyday Savior and His everyday freedom even more. I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with me on any of my social media platforms. You can find the details for those in the description of this episode. Feel free also to leave a review, and I will connect with you next week on the Freedom Now podcast, a place for you to find hope laughter and encouragement as you grow in freedom in every area of life.